overcome. You're listening to the Overcoming Daily Podcast with Anna Johnson of sacredlifecoaching.com. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Shalom. Welcome to episode 40 of Overcoming Daily with Anna Johnson. My name is Anna Johnson, and I am your Overcomer Coach. Today's Overcomer tidbit is this. The Overcomer gets back up. Yes, the Overcomer gets back up. Now, this tidbit was actually impressed upon me this morning. In the past 24 hours, I have endured a lot of spiritual warfare. And I confess, some of the warfare has actually knocked me down. Yes, knocked the overcomer coach down, knocked me down. I was even tempted to stay down. And so I want to encourage you guys today and encouraging you guys to get back up. So let's talk about this. Have you ever experienced uh, something in life that has or some information that you've received or an emotion that literally just knocks you down. And what I mean by knock you down, I'm talking about where you feel like you can't get back up, where you feel that you've lost your fight, where you feel depleted. Well, the enemy has been working on me for the past week intensely, meaning that he's been trying to sabotage my prayer time by actually being in the, like that prayer space, trying to, trying to get involved in my prayer space, like a pesky fly that buzzes around your head, you know, where you're having thoughts that really don't belong in that prayer space. Um, that, you know, maybe doubt is talking to you. Maybe fear is talking to you. Maybe anger and bitterness is talking to you. And you're just trying to enter into a sacred space. Maybe it's anxiety that's talking to you. Um, and what we have to do is we just have to like shoo that fly away, like hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it away from our mind so that we can focus on God and recenter ourselves to him and get recharged. Now, when we're not able to get a sufficient recharge or when our guard is not up against the enemy, and sometimes we could be doing everything right. But those things do help set us up for successes, being, you know, having that guard up, having that spiritual armor on and keeping our eye and our mind focused and centered on Messiah and on the Father. Those things help us from being knocked down. But sometimes the enemy comes in and he bulldozes right through our life and shoves us and pushes us down and really just kind of it can feel like the wind has been knocked out of us can any of you relate to um a time or maybe you're going through that time right now where you felt like you didn't have no fight no fight left in you like you were depleted when you get knocked down the enemy likes to stand over the children of God and mock them and torment them and tell them what they can and cannot do. And one of those things that the enemy may be telling you is that you just don't have any more fight. 
and you can't get up and that you just need to stay down. See, the past week, I've been taking a series of knockdowns. I've been knocked down by the enemy on multiple occasions this past week. And and I kept getting up. I kept getting up and I kept, you know, wrestling. And uh, I'm not afraid of a, of a hard fight. Uh, however, yesterday, I got knocked down and it really, really hurt. It really took the wind out of me. And this morning, so when I woke up, I was in my prayer closet just confessing, like confessing to the Father that I didn't have any fight left in me, that I was depleted, that I was tired. Now, of course, some of this language was not even mine. It was borrowed. It was a lie because I am, my cup overflows, meaning that Abba, God, has given me an abundance of his power and his and his Holy Spirit. So my cup runneth over. Now in the physical, you may not necessarily be able to see that, but spiritually, my cup overfloweth. So I have the juice to get back up. The question is, will I get up and reach for it? So as I was pouring my heart out to the Father this morning, these are the words that I heard the overcomer gets back up. And I was reminded of Messiah and how he was really knocked down. I mean, physically knocked down. Think about mentally and emotionally what they were trying to do to him during the time of the crucifixion. He was knocked down. He was nailed to a tree. He was crucified. And what does he do? What does he do? He gets back up. He gets back up, comes back from the dead. He comes back. And I mean, there's no bigger knockdown than death, people. And he gets back up. So if he gets back up, what should the followers of Messiah do? We should get back up and we are able to get back up. And I'll share the scriptures with you here in a bit. Why we are able to get back up. I also heard the father speak to me. I heard him say that I have a responsibility to get back up because Messiah got back up. So some of you that are listening right now may be tempted. The enemy has knocked you down. Maybe your finances have just went crazy. Maybe things are not working in business. Maybe things are not working in marriage. Maybe things are not working in your house. Maybe things are not working for you emotionally and mentally. Maybe you're, maybe you're in need of healing. Maybe someone has hurt you or injured you. Maybe life has been full of disappointments. You know, you, some of you may be knocked down. And I am going to encourage you today, just as my father encouraged me, get back up. See, you don't have to have any fight left in you. The fight is not yours. The fight is not yours. It is his. But you are the vessel. So get up. Get back up. Don't let the bully keep you down because he can't. And I know some of you might be saying, Anna, 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 you just don't know how many times I've tried to get back up. You just don't know how many things that I have done. And no matter what I do, it doesn't work. 
I know what that feels like. I have been there and I am wrestling to overcome myself. There are areas in my life that I am trying to overcome. But I know this is that he meets me in that getting back up movement. I get back up not because of works, but I get back up because of the faith that lives and resides in me. If you believe, you will get back up. So I pray that this opens your mind, opens your mind. Like some of you are just like, I have no fight for my relationship, for my family, for my marriage, for, you know, a dream or a vision that God has given me. Today, I say that Abba is calling you. God is calling you to get back up. Again, I will remind you that you have a responsibility to get back up because your Messiah, he got back up. He did not let sin and death and the works of the enemy keep him down. Matter of fact, all it did was esteem him. All it did was esteem Messiah and the Father. When he came back from the dead, he showed his power. It was just another level of him showing his power, his authority, and his purpose. So we are not defined by being knocked down. That is not our defining point. That defining point comes in that rise up off that ground. It says, I am a child of God and I will not stay down. It is where we rise to the purpose and the plan that God has for our lives. It is so vital that no matter who or what knocks us down, we get back up. Because if, if Abba's not telling us, if God's not telling us to stay down, if, if he's calling us to, to rise to an occasion to do something, then we must obey and get back up. Let us not listen to the enemy. For he lies and he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. It's great. It's wonderful how God will meet us on the ground. You know, the enemy's standing over us and just yelling at us and telling us just how we can't make it and how bad things are. But there's a voice. And that voice met me this morning. That says, no, like, you know, the enemy will tell you you're tired and you can't do it anymore. But there's a voice that will say, get back up. Get back up. Focus. Remember why you're, what, why you started in the first place. The reality of it is, is everything we do should be for his glory. And when we do it for his glory, he meets us in that as long as it's from a pure and clean place. And there's no failure in that. There is absolutely no failure in that. So the enemy tries to deceive us in, in uh, tempting us to not finish what God has started in us. Like whatever he's called us to do, the enemy is trying to keep us from being faithful in that calling. Now, today I want to share with you a couple of scriptures. Let's start with the book of Luke, chapter 23. And I think we'll start with 32, and we're just going to read down for a bit. And two others also, evildoers, were led with him, this is Messiah, to put to death 
to put to death. And when they had come to the place called Golgotha, they impelled him there. They crucified him there. And the evildoers, one on the right and the other on the left. So we see Messiah here uh, in chapter, th- and I'm sorry, in verse 33. You know, he's dying among criminals, right? He's going to be killed among uh, criminals. And Messiah said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. And the people were standing looking on and the rulers also were sneering with them saying he saved others let him save himself if he is messiah the chosen one of god and the soldiers were mocking him too coming and offer him vinegar and saying if you are the king of the jews save yourself so we see here that um we see in this scripture and the reason why i'm sharing this is we see that messiah is he's being knocked down uh, think about the mental abuse that's going on here uh, on top of the physical abuse, it's what was it not enough that he was physically being abused, but and he's enduring physical, um, the worst type of physical physical punishment possible. But we see the mental and emotional abuse, the people sneering. This was a man at the time, according as the people saw it, uh, that was walking among them who was healing people and feeding people and um loving people and rebuking people which is uh love as well and he's all alone he's all alone being knocked down and i find it important that that i that i point this out that he was alone like he had been serving people loving on people but where are they who where's the riot to stop people to stop this from happening no there was actually a riot encouraging it we don't see Messiah here saying, oh my goodness, I've made a terrible mistake. I've, I've gotten in too deep. What was I thinking? Not at all. He's, he's praying for them. He's, he's uh, holding fast to his righteousness. And I know some of you might be saying, well, Anna, he was the son of God. Well, yes, he was, but he came in the flesh. So he was experiencing the same things that we would experience. Uh, and, and if we are, you know, if we call him master and we say that we are going to be followers of him, then we should take on the same mindset and devotion that our Messiah had and still does. And the second scripture I want to uh, share with you guys is from the book of John and is chapter 16. And we're going to just start at 32 and 33. Now, 33 is my favorite scripture, uh, one of my favorite scriptures. So I'm just going to read 32 and 33 to you. See, an hour is coming as it has now come that you are scattered each to his own and leave me alone. See, Messiah knew he was gonna, that this was going to happen and that he was going to be alone. But he says, yeah, I am not alone because the Father is with me. These I have spoken to you that in me you might have peace. In the world you have pressure, but take courage. I have overcome the world. So some of you that are going through, like for myself, sometimes a lot of times the enemy will point out that I am physically alone, that there is no one there to help me and um, and try to get me into a very unhealthy mindset and heart posture. I mean, his tricks are 
they're old. They're old tricks. And, and he uses them and, and he uses them on all of humanity. So some of you may have been knocked down. And while you're knocked down, you may be hearing the enemy saying that you're in this fight alone. Because you cannot, you look around and there's nobody there. Maybe you feel like nobody can see you. Maybe you feel like nobody, um, you know, is there. Like maybe you've loved on people and that love has not came back yet. <laughs> that investment has not come back yet. I want you to meditate on this scripture. Again, it is John chapter 16, verse 32 through 33. Um, we are not alone. The most important person is with us. Um, and we know scripture says that they, um, Yeshua bears our burdens with us. Messiah bears our burdens with us. So we should be encouraged. We shouldn't let the enemy discourage us. You know, we have to remember the Messiah, he got back up that we could take courage, that we could have courage, that we could have courage because he has overcome the works of the enemy and the enemy could not prevail, but it is our responsibility to get back up. So I just want to encourage you guys today that, you know, keep fighting the good fight. It's a lie. You may hear that you have no fight left in you, but you do because the fight is his and he is in you. If you have confessed Christ as your savior, you've confessed Messiah and you've given your life, you've submitted yourself to God, the fight is in you. The enemy, that's the, the enemy's biggest fear is that you will realize that the fight lives in you and it's not your fight. It is the fight of the father. And the victory is his and the enemy cannot prevail. But we must, being the vessel and the tool, we must get back up. So be encouraged today. So let's just end with prayer. Let's conclude with prayer. Father, 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 forgive us. Forgive us for every time we have listened to the voice of the enemy. Father, we thank you that we do have fight in us. And that fight is you. Father, you are the fight. You are the weapon. You are the strength. You are the power. And Father, I just pray for each and every listener this morning, Father. I just pray that each and every listener, I just pray, Father, that they would be encouraged, that they would feel rejuvenated, and that they would get up in the name of Yeshua, and they would continue on in the direction and the path that you've called them in with power and authority and love, Father, that you would be glorified in their lives, Father. So we thank you today, Father, and we praise you today, Father, in the mighty name of Yeshua. Be exalted, be magnified, be glorified. Father, you are most excellent and you are most good. Hallelujah. Well, this concludes episode 40 of Overcoming Daily with Anna Johnson. I'm so glad that you came. If this podcast has inspired you, then just ask that you would share it with someone else. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, or even if you feel like you, or you feel led to give a contribution, you can do that at sacredlifecoaching.com. Let's get back up. And if you need some daily encouragement, Check me out on Sacred Life Coaching LLC Facebook. And also I'm having an overcomer retreat. If you could just use some really intense weekend of overcoming, that can be found on sacredlifecoaching.com as well.
Till next time, have an overcomer day. I am cheering and praying for you. Shalom. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Overcoming Daily with Anna Johnson. Tune in again next time where Anna will continue to give you tips for overcoming daily. And to stay updated, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. You are an overcomer. You're called to overcome. And if you found value in this episode, please share it on social. Share it on social. Sign up for a free coaching session with Anna Johnson at sacredlifecoaching.com. Sacredlifecoaching.com. Until next time, have an overcomer day. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world.